here, man. Uh, we're gonna, your 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 topic. The topic tonight is so timely, uh, man. I, of course, I, we took the, the the grabbiest of headlines and put it under your on your bio section. The 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 conspiracy to steal a human soul. I guess you got to put it in terms in stark terms like that because it isn't just somebody messing around having some fun with some DNA here. There's some larger uh, event happening, isn't there? We're in a really very dramatic time, and and the the truth is that we we know that there are some pretty dark energies at work. I mean, I don't need to tell you that, but what we we need to start really thinking about is how they're going after the human DNA, what their plans are for human DNA, and what we're going to do about it. Because in the end, that is the ultimate godliness. That is the divine blueprint of creation. And if there is a team of beings who want to alter that for nefarious purposes, we need to know what to do about that. So mm. that's what the book is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I was I was ranting in the rolling before you came on, and uh, uh, I was thinking about the DNA. I'm I'm just wondering, there's sort of the DNA DNA part of it. Uh, particularly with with uh, vaccines and stuff, there seems to be some gene altering situation going on there. But then the the soul, which appears, which is you considered sort of the spiritual part of things. But I'm wondering if the an intact DNA is like a wall, like a like a Star Trek deflector shield that keeps them from reaching in to steal your soul, as if the DNA was what makes you human. Therefore, your soul is yours. But if that is broken or disturbed or altered then the soul stealers may have a, a more of an access. What do you think about that? I think that it's it's possible that they are at the point where they can... Uh, in the book, I talk about CRISPR, which is gene-altering software where they can go in rather easily now and clip out segments of the DNA with precision precision strike, cutting out, cleaving the DNA. And they can add then segments of other DNA or whatever, even vibration, because we know that the DNA is a language, it's a code. So if they can snip something out, can they also put something in that will alter the consistency of the actual biology of, of any biological being? being Mm -hmm. and i think that that's what their intention is and that when they talk about making a human 2.0 which you're hearing from the world economic forum you know they they said um you know this idea of a god and this soul this man harari who you probably heard him say this he's the spiritual advisor i think for the world economic forum and he's Mm -hmm. he has a video out where he says this idea, you know, this this human idea that you have a soul and a God, that's over. We can now improve upon the human being because we can, human beings are hackable animals and we have the technology and we're going to improve and create a new version, a human 2.0, without, his message clearly was, without the God-like within you, without this fantasy of God. So my proposal in this book is, are they, are they at the point where they are able to go in and cut out the God light, the God source, the God code, mm-hmm. which 
me would be the signature of our creator. It's, is it? Are they capable of doing that? And is that mm -hmm. the intention? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, you froze up for just a second, but you're, you said that you, you're, you're pondering whether or not that is their intention. Uh, there does also seem to be uh, 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 more calls for depopulation as well. But the, but the, first of all, it seems like they, this sort of multi-pronged attack on, on hu humanity itself is one of the places, uh, Patricia, that is manifested is this uh, push toward uh, grinding up humans and putting them in mulch uh, to put them under a tree. Are you familiar with that now? I've just heard about that. <laughs> Yeah, so so I've seen I've seen sort of a, a a clip from one of the companies. I think it started in Washington, maybe in Oregon. Uh, it's it's go it's just it just got passed in New York. But they always they they say you, your your person. They say you bring your you can bring your person to our facility, and as we merge them, you know they have these these real soft tones. They don't say your loved ones. You know you bring your loved ones. They say you bring your person. Because they can't say loved one. Because if they say loved one, you that you would you might question the fact. So my loved one is going to be put in this giant cylinder, and then there's these grinders in there that's going to grind his face and his head and his body parts. And as the goo extremities goes in with five five bags of dirt and with fungus for growth, and as the bloody goo swirls around, you know they're not going to say that. They're going to say, oh, how lovely you can take Aunt Doris and you'll be able to plant her and help creation. So in other words, it, of, of this push to, to, to hack the soul and DNA and add something to it, as you said, there's these other points. That's one point of, of, of and you know, cannibalism can't be much further. And then uh, depopulation is another one. So there's all these forces. They all seem to be heading in a sort of a dis big future well it's a luciferian situation as far as i can see i mean there's, there's really a dark force at work here and and as i said in the book i think we're in armageddon we're in it we're not it's not coming it's not a future this is armageddon this is a battle of darkness and light we're mm. in it mm. and so we're seeing all of this like you said dystopian i don't think it's future i think it's now i mean I, what i just heard happen yesterday in portland you hear what happened? No, go ahead. Um, this man attacked somebody on the train because he wanted his seat. He ate off his ear and then he ate his face. And by the time the police came in, the man's bones were hanging out. Wow. It's like, you know, I, you hear this thing, and what what's shocking is that we're becoming so anesthetized. To I'm sorry about that. I know it's heavy duty. <laughs> You know, I mean, we're becoming anesthetized to it because every, our daily bread at the moment is just horror, more horror, terror and horror. And as you said, uh, the not mentioning loved ones, family, mm -hmm. these things are being stripped out of our psyche and mm -hmm. replaced with units. Uh, be, uh, what are you calling it? The, the um, birthing parents can't say mother. Mother has too much compassion, love. Mm -hmm. emotion mm -hmm. so there is definitely an effort to strip out human emotion mm -hmm. and take away our humanity and our godliness i think that we are all sparks of divine light mm 
And I don't think they can take that away no matter how hard they try. But I do believe that the idea of this hacking the God code, uh, sorry, uh, of hacking humans mm -hmm. and making us better by means of hooking us, us up to AI and computers and, and monitors, internal monitors and the whole bit, I think the intention is to strip out, they believe they can, strip out the godlight within us. Mm -hmm. And that godlight is what is going to prevent them from succeeding in stealing the human soul. Yeah, I saw that in, in, in your, on your website there, and I think, I think it's repeated on our website there, because at the very end, well, it actually says, uh, this is Armageddon, the war of darkness and light, and we will win it. Uh, just before you come on the show, I do something called ranting points, and uh, and then we have before that is the Bear Report, and both of us were talking about uh, Demar Hamlin, Hamlin, who was uh, had a near death experience on the football field there, but not being able to take our uh, our soul was demonstrated there because everyone was praying, and you know that these forces don't want people praying, and they were probably cringing and biting their tongues and saying, we're not going to advertise on this show. You know, there was a battle. Uh, 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 anybody that watched my Christmas show would have known, uh, heard me talk about it, and others, of course, know about it, but uh, Charles Schultz, when he made uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas, CBS said, take the prayer out. Take take that part about Jesus out. Take that part about uh, a babe in swaddling clothes out. We can't have that on national television. And he told him either it stays in the show or or you're not going to play the show. Well, they were stuck because they had promised Coca-Cola that they had a show and they couldn't stop at the last minute. So these forces, you know, they that's, that's where advertisers are. So when they see, even I'm sure that was in what, 66 or whenever. But today you can imagine if there's something mentioned about a soul or uh, a prayer that they got, it'd be like uh, like a, uh, holy water and a vampire or a cross and a vampire or a silver bullet and a werewolf, man. They just go running. That's exactly what it is. And that's why it's so important that we light workers understand the tools that we have. And our, our tools are starting with, above all, belief and faith and prayer because the other side is using magic and ritual and all kinds of conjuring for uh spirits dark spirits mm -hmm. so this is uh you know the spirit world is real mm -hmm. and we uh we need to face that and that's what i mean about being in armageddon they're calling upon the dark spirit world as well to to be involved in this transition that where they want to take humanity mm -hmm. wow and you know it's a it's a we're in a struggle but you know I don't know about you. Well, I, I have a good feeling about you. Uh, that is that, um, you know, when you're a light worker and you know uh, that you've got the godliness within you, the spark, spark of, of God is within us all. And uh, that spark will win over the darkness. But we have a battle. Is that a halo on your head? It is. <laughs> that is cute. <laughs> Oh, by the way, let me welcome to the show, just logged in our live chat along with the others, Australian Ben, Life Station Express, Robert Griffin, Rose Renoff, and grumpy old Army Vet, you're a little late. I'd expect you to be here on time next time. The show actually starts at 7.45. See you there next week. Now, <clears throat> so Patricia, we have a poll, I don't know if you saw it on the website, related to, a little bit to tonight's topic. It says, is your DNA damaged? And the video, uh, the people watching the show can answer, uh, I can't tell. Where is it? I'm sure it is. No, it's just fine. No, other people's 
DNA is damaged. 34% say I can't tell if my DNA is damaged, and 34% don't know where it is. I guess if you might make an assumption that it's in your body, but I understand. I understand the confusion there. But if a person's DNA was damaged, would we know it? Would we have weird thoughts? Would we be argumentative? Would we be just ugly to our fellow human? I mean, what would we just, instead of saying, well, I'll pray for you, uh, I'll give you a thought. I mean, what? Do, how do we know if our DNA has been damaged? Well, the DNA, first of all, is within the cell. So it is the architecture of our biology. It tells the body what to do, how the cells should reproduce, what should die off, what should, what protein should be created. It is the basic structure of of the of the physical being so for starters the dna is everything it's everywhere it's in every cell <clears throat> now as far as knowing well just being alive in this world right now we of course we have damaged dna because we've got pollutants that we're dealing with we've got electromagnetic frequencies all of these things are damaging the body and you've heard of free radicals and and all of those things that are created from disharmony also affect the DNA. But it has an, a self-repairing aspect, which is what the DNA is. It knows what to fix. It Unless we really abuse the body, the body knows what to do. And so what I think people need to be thinking about is if they did in fact take that shot, those shots, those shots have mRNA in them. And that mRNA is the University of Lund in Sweden has come out and identified the fact that in fact these shots are altering hepatic cells, liver cells in the body. So it's not true that it doesn't migrate because we were told that it stays in the arm. No, it's not true. It does migrate and it is uh, altering the DNA. And that's what it's designed to do. So my question to people is, why would you allow something to come into your body that's altering your DNA without having any understanding of what that is? And to the people that are answering that survey, if you have had the shots, you most likely are experiencing a synthetic mRNA technology that is altering your DNA. Mm -hmm. And that is a very dangerous thing. And I'm very concerned about it, enough to write this book. Well, I can tell you that if we were streaming on YouTube, we'd already be cut off the air. Uh, that's, in fact, why I'm on Rumble, because, in, interesting, a couple of years ago, somebody mentioned the vaccine on the show, and <laughs> YouTube went back and said, hey, we found it, you're done, and it just killed all my videos. But we have to talk about it, because out of care for our fellow humans, um, I think there was a study saying that one out of four Americans knows somebody who's had a heart attack or died. Now, those numbers are astounding, and they say that the actuaries are proof, are proof for it. I haven't looked, gone online to look. I guess somewhere there might be public information where you can see the actuaries or what people are dying from, uh, but I keep getting you know blurbs about uh, insurance companies are saying the, the payouts and the deaths and the injuries are... A sky high right now but uh, that's basically kept from the public's view that information anyway we were never going to get the straight story from the mainstream news so where do you where do you go to get information like that 
Well, uh, I just want to say before I answer that question that you one only has to realize that Pfizer was going was trying to hold back their report for something like 79 years, and a local court forced them to bring out those stats and those figures. So, <laughs> for the drug company to want to get away with 80 years without reporting the reality of what they've got in those needles, that's your first clue. Uh, as far as statistics, you know. It's very hard to get any clear data. What we know is there's VAERS, which is supposedly tracking incidents and injuries from the VAX, and that is uh, supposedly only 1% or something ridiculous, like 1% of what's really going on is being reported. But at least there, we're seeing reports of people having injuries and uh, deaths and whatever. And then there's a there's a new video out called Sudden, uh, Died Suddenly. Have you mm -hmm. seen this video? Mm -hmm. So Terrifying. Um, terrifying to be a word I'd use. Yeah, it is terrifying. And, you know, so we can't count on true statistics because we know the media is controlled by the big pharma, big gov. But what we can do is open our eyes and notice that people are dropping dead on fields, they're dropping dead on the television. I mean, how many... Journalists have I seen just fall over in their chairs. It's, it's shocking mm -hmm. what we're seeing. And if people have a minimum amount of awareness, you can't ignore this. You can't say, oh, gee, that's a coincidence. Another two uh, reporters just fell over at the desk. Mm -hmm. Another three young men died on the field. Mm -hmm. We see, we're seeing a die-off. And it, it's been predicted by several doctors, like Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. I don't know if you've ever interviewed her. But uh, the doctors that are, have the guts and the determination and the humanity to come forward with what they know. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's pretty scary stuff. So uh, when, when DeMar collapsed on the field, uh, Twitter and um, most chat places and, and article comments were flooded with people immediately saying uh, it was a shot. Um, it did have the markings of that because I don't know how many football games anybody else has watched, but I've never seen any hit that such as that he took uh, to cause that situation. But I'm not a doctor. I'm not saying. So that was the instant. Of course, the pushback was instantly conspiracy theorists are saying it's a shot. It's obviously not. And then they have this obscure heart thing. Okay, maybe this obscure uh, impacted the heart at the precise second, a precise, precise way. May, maybe it does, but there are also reports the FBI agents showed up at that hospital, and one of the people that saw him said he followed one, and they saw him follow him, and they said they were going to arrest him for even sort of asking the question. So you know, I'm thinking, okay, when are we going to get a story? It's just a story without some kind of weird looking thing involved with it. Some speculate it's just pure speculation, of course, that. Um, they want to make sure the right story was going to be told there. All right, we got the questions coming in for you, Patricia. Let's go ahead and start at the top here. Um, was the COVID jab a litmus test between those who belong to God and those who don't? Boy, that's a really good question. I All I can say is this. When you roll up your sleeve and said, yes, do me, take, give, do it. Whatever you've got, I'll take it because I'm so terrified that, I believe and I obey. 
So when, when you bow down like that, you're basically, I think you're making an, a, a pact. And, Whoa. Wow. You know, I mean, one thing is signing a, a, a contract in blood. Another one is saying, yes, rolling up your thing and saying, yes, 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 do me, without any question about who and what and why that is. And a lot of people have done that innocently, not realizing. And, you know, now they're facing a, a very terrifying moment. And that is, what if I, you know, what's going to happen to me? I mean, you know, it, mm -hmm. did I get a bad batch? You know, all this stuff that's out. And what I'm trying to tell people in the book is no matter what, no matter whether you took that or not, there is always a solution. There are people working on solutions. And in the book, I'm trying to show people that you can utilize that power of the mind, that that inner guidance within you. You can, you know, mind over matter. I believe that you can overwrite the overwrite. So in other mm, words, okay, good, good. I like that. Over if, overwrite the code. Over overwrite the yeah, code. Overwrite, that's it. If, if if they're planting or overriding our DNA, well then, by golly. We should be able, with mind over matter, to overwrite the overwrite, and that's what I'm trying to help people understand. Over, overwrite, over. By the way, uh, underneath that tree there, that's that's not a nutcracker, is it? No, Sit, sitting there on the ledge. Funny. No, it's a funny looking moose. I haven't had the heart to take down the tree yet. I've okay, well, that, I'm not I'm not worried about that. But if that's if, if that's if that's a nutcracker, I, I'm I'm terrified of them. Because I got a feeling, for Patricia, that they get up at night and walk around with their gnarly teeth. So as long as that's not a nutcracker, I'm I'm safe over here. Oh boy, that's scary. Now 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 I'll always be scared of nutcrackers. No, well, no, it's a funny looking. Well, if if a demon's going to animate some kind of creature, it's going to be a that gone nutcracker for sure. All right. Um. So, uh, Jade, our moderator, asks you this: says, Patricia, what about the pills they're now offering? Are they just as dangerous? That's another great question. We know that they're going to start putting mRNA in oral medication. They even want to put it in our vegetables and food. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've got to be very careful because I can't make any medical claims or we'll all get right. in trouble here. Of course, yes. But what I do, what I do, you know, in my book, I say I'm not a, a physician, I'm a metaphysician. So I can't make any medical claims, but I do invite people to, con to consider what are you putting into your body? It's time to take more control over what's going into your body. And do you need these pills? And do you, like, I'll give you an example. I, I went to the vet with my dog and they wanted to give her a, another vaccination. And I said, mm -hmm. I don't think we need another vaccination. And she said, but it's an annual thing. And I said, I don't think so. And she said, but it's required. I said, by who? <laughs> well, it's not required, but it's advisable. I said, look on the box and tell me if there's any thimerosal in it. She said, what's that? And I said, mercury. Mm. So she said, there's, there's no mercury. And she takes the box and sure enough, her eyes went bing. She said, there is. I said, thimerosal is mercury. You're not putting mercury in my baby. Wow. So I invite people to, to read before you just accept whatever you're being told to take all these chemicals and they interact and now they're going to be putting this mRNA in everything. See what you can do without and really give some consideration to healing your body. 
without mm. necessarily taking all the chemicals. It, the most important thing I think is just not just taking it because you're told to take it. Mm -hmm. And that goes for everything across the board as far as I'm concerned. Oh. I'm a purist like that. I I don't I don't take meds. Mm -hmm. Okay, fact, good. How did you get to this age, thank you very much, doctor, and telling me you're not taking any prescription? I said, yeah, I don't. Okay, good, and good. All right. Um, grumpy old army vet says, are LGBTQ people super messed up? Is, is that what's wrong with them? Oh, boy. Talk about a slippery slope. As yeah, it is, I, you can, I can't believe you, I asked that question. I can't believe I allowed that question. I, I don't really... I don't know how to okay, address moving, that. Moving on, moving on. Although we do have a multicolored DNA thing back here. Just saying, just saying. All right, let's get on to this I here. Mean, what, yeah, but how pathetic is that? That we no longer can celebrate a rainbow without having it have to mean something. This is like you were saying that you know the the mutation of language and symbols and everything to to alter our perception. You know, I'm going to celebrate a rainbow every single time I see one, which is almost every other day here on my island. What? Wait a minute. What, are you living on an island? I live in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean in, in, in between North America and Portugal. Wow, man. We are traveling across the world. So you must be, what, 5,000 miles from here? Probably. And it's uh, 1 o'clock in the morning for me, so I'm doing well, right? I look yeah. so fresh. Oh man, you're all chipper over there, wherever that island is there. So I mean, you got you. Wait a minute, I'm gonna know something here now. You got like palm trees and coconuts and stuff, or what? No, it's uh, this particular island. Although some of them, there are nine islands in the Azores, and my island is called Fayal, and it's pretty. Yeah, there's some palm trees on one side of the island, but it's it's a pretty windy. You know, it's a rough weather in the winter, uh -huh. and. Uh, Glorious, gorgeous, sunny days in the summer, but it, it's it's not a sticky, hot climate. It's cool because we're pretty north mm. in the Atlantic. Okay, so do you go like scuba diving or fishing or? Yeah, yeah lots of fishing. Good fishing. You guys have any lobsters? Yeah, you guys catch lobsters over there? No, it's not a. It, I don't know if it's being farmed out and sent to China, but I've never seen any lobster here. Okay. All right. Let's get to this here. Um, Life Station Express says, Patricia, is there something harmful on the testing swabs? I can speak freely, right? Yes, you may. Okay. So they have identified that on these swabs are extremely bad chemicals. I don't remember the, the exact name of the chemical. And uh, little bristles that are glass-like structures that are going into the sinus cavity and how ridiculous i mean only there can they get the cells that they need if it's such a virulent virus why don't you just take a little spit that ought to do it no they're <laughs> going to go into your next to your blood brain barrier and Ooh. twist this thing around and when they twist it these little particles which i've seen under a microscope they look like little glass tubes <laughs> they break off and a lot of scientists are saying that they travel and that they can pierce the blood-brain barrier. So uh, I I believe that the um, test is part of a, the campaign 
mm. of the vaccination program. Well, it looks like we got a we got a few questions. That got sparked from your from your island over there. Does does your island have a name? Fial. How do you spell that? I'm looking that up. F A I A L. It's gorgeous. Huh. Okay. Well, if I'm if I'm ever out that way. <laughs> yeah, come on by. I'll cook you an Italian dinner. Oh, okay, Italian out in, out 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 in the Atlantic. is it Atlantic or Pacific? Atlantic. Uh, yeah, in the Atlantic. Okay. Um, so, Max says, Patricia, if you have sold your soul and you repent, can you be in heaven with the breath of God? Boy, that, these are some phenomenal questions. I... Uh, Good audience. Yeah. I think that there is always grace of God. And if you, I mean, I, I don't, it's a tough question to. Yeah. Well, you don't have to have every answer. We just ask a question if you got it. And fine. All out to God and, and, and beg forgiveness that there will always be forgiveness. <laughs> beg for forgiveness. Now there, there are those that have been on the on the show that flat out claimed you're going you're going to burn if you did that. I don't make that claim and I don't support that claim. I think the the, the jury is out on that. And besides that, I don't think we'll ever know unless somebody comes back to tell us how that goes. Uh, I think the really good thing to do is not to ever sell your soul mm -hmm. and to, to give it away, to give yourself away, and 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 just stay on, stay close to God, stay on the path. Mm -hmm. Stay on the path, man. Um, or kind of like in the, in the movie uh, Apocalypse Now, one of the soldiers said, whatever you do, stay on the boat. Stay on the boat. Because <laughs> every time they got off the boat, bad things happened, man. So stay on the path. Stay on the path. Well, so a couple of years ago in a, in a movie or a series called Utopia, uh, uh, Cusack, forget his first name, John Cusack. Uh, John. Uh, but they were... He was a mad killer scientist dude who created a vaccine, and that vaccine. So this is 2020, and it was an Omicron virus. And he said the 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 wonder of my invention, my creation, is that I put the virus in the vaccine. And now then he went on to explain, but in this particular show, as scary as it kind of lined up today, he said. It is designed to reduce the population and not just one generation, but for three generations that it goes into the DNA. And then as people try, attempt to reproduce, it doesn't go anywhere. Um, so it's a sort of uh, depopulation by attrition and people don't even know it. But then he said, made his other claim. And this goes what you said just a while ago. And then he, and then he goes, somebody says, well, we have to do it in America. Yes, if we have to do it in America because we're the, the center of everything. But he said, he goes, once we created it, we'll have hundreds of millions of people lining up to give us their arms. Oh, my God. Now, of course, they don't know that they're, they're what's in there. Nobody's going to find out what's in that vaccine. They just know they were told to get it and scared, they were scared the crap out of, so they're all lining up to get it. And so whether it's a depopulation or whether it's to maim and, and hurt or kill people, whatever, well, something's not right, but... But as you stated, millions and millions of people line up to get it. 
So if they announce another booster, man, they might as well get out of the way. It's going to be a wholesale mad rush to get it. They're going to say, here's my arm, man, me first. That really freaks me out because it's one thing to have made the mistake to have already gotten it. But if you keep taking it, keep taking more of this, then God help you. I mean, that's all I have to say. God help you. I pray. I pray for the people that are doing that. Um. So we have in a book here, The Cosmos of the Soul. What's that all about? It kind of matches your, your shirt there, too. It does. <laughs> that was my first book 25 years ago. You know, I've been around a long time. I've written 13 books in 25 years, and I've been talking about all kinds of things. I mean, my first books were talking about the nature of the universe, very, you know, multidimensional reality, which was kind of um, avant-garde at the time. And those early books talked um, Heart. They talked about chemtrails before anybody else was talking about them. So the Cosmos of Soul was my first one. It was kind of a, a jolting uh, description of the the nature of creation, the nature of the universe, and again the, the godliness within all of us, and the the Cosmos of Soul meaning a cosmos that is comprised of soul essence. So uh, it was a very well-received book, mm. and I wanted to write every year. I had a new book, new book, new book. It was just nonstop. Essence of the soul. Essence of the soul. So uh, simple question here, Patricia Corey. Uh, where is the soul? Boy, you're really taxing my brain. It's where is the soul? Soul is everything. The soul, everything has soul. All life, I believe. Animals, you know, when people say animals have no soul, I say, really? Have you looked one in the eye lately? Maybe the guy that's saying animals have no soul has no soul. But for me, the soul is in the, it's in the DNA. It's in the light that, that is within us. It is permeates the space that we occupy it's the essence of who we are mm-hmm. now what do you I think mean, to, what, what do you, identify where it's located right 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 where's where it actually located though say in every cell of your being okay um now why wouldn't nefarious forces w want to steal our soul what are they going to do with it if you are, let's, for the sake of conversation, suggest that we have Luciferian overlords at the helm. Okay. And their, their objective is to darken the light on the planet. And we know that they're doing this because they've got the chemtrails. Now they want to do this, this uh, Bill Gates program with Harvard University. It's called Scopex. They want to send saddle of... Uh, balloons up that will disperse calcium particles in the upper atmosphere and block the light from the sun. They okay. don't want light. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, forgot your question. I'm sorry. Uh, no, the question was where where's the soul? Uh, I think he answered no. that one. Uh, oh, I said, what are they going to do with the soul? If they, if they get a bunch of souls, what are they going to do with them? If their agenda is to create a slave race to first of all kill off a lot of us, and then those that are left to create slave, enslaved, robotic humans, 
They need us to not believe that we are immortal, not believe that in, in a God, not believe in love, because they want us to be robots. They want us to be cyborgs. And they're saying as much when they say, we're going to create a new model. I mean, this guy, Harari, said, we can create a new species, human 2.0, and you'll be monitored and, and registered and connected to AI, and you'll be better. And you can let go of all this God fantasy. So they want the soul of human humanity out of their way so they can turn us into these robotic creatures. Mm -hmm. Well, there's going to be a fight going on if they try to grab my soul because I ain't giving it up uh, to no, no crazy... I, I, don't, my, I think one of the points of the book is they can't steal it. You have to give your soul away. You have to mm. sign it away. Mm. That's what they want. They want the surrender, the obedience, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Well, now, see, that, that goes to a deeper question, too, that I've, I've pondered with a few other guests. I can just throw it your way, too. Um, I'll, I'll, send, I'll send it to the island over there. Um, they can do what they want with virtually anybody or any population they want. But there seems to be some requirement that they get consent. They get agreement. They get volunteered. They get somebody who accepts something willingly, whether it's by fear or whether it's by financial means or losing your job. But they can't like there seems to be where they 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 don't go to that force option as if it won't get the result they want or it won't be legal in the realms of the supernatural or wherever that's coming from. It seems that they have to get you to say yes willingly. Then they can go to their forces and say, hey, he said he said we could take it. We didn't we didn't force them. You know we didn't force them to give up their soul. We didn't force them to take it the shot. We just suggested it. You know. Don't, never mind the threats and everything, but he, they accepted it. So is there some sort of legality? Because they don't use that. Because even the even the the worst of the communists in the planet haven't used that option. It's been more or less, um, you know, hurting people in the different areas or censoring you or whatever else. So you were frozen for part of the question, but I think I, I, I grasped your question, and that is about the fact that they have to have consent. And that's yes. what I was talking about. Uh, when you roll up your sleeve, you're giving that consent. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm here, but you uh, you're, you're, connection. yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. Um, you, uh, I wonder if I can call, uh, just hang up and try dialing you again. Hopefully this thing will clear up. Okay. All right. Having connection problem from the island out there in the middle of the Atlantic is amazing as that is. Looks like the system's trying to reconnect. Let's see. Hello, boy. You can't. Looks like we got some interference going on. Yeah. Huh. I guess. The, I guess the topic caught the algorithm's attention somewhere. So I was trying to answer your question. And that is yes. It's all about consent. The. It's not enough if you are a Luciferian. Or, or, or let's just say, you know, your your goal is anti-light, anti-God. Okay. And you want to pull, you want to glean power from other beings. Mm -hmm. How do you glean that power? By them yielding, giving themselves away to you. It's not enough to kill you. They want your soul. And the only way...
Uh oh, looks like we got another lock up there. Um, somebody's hacking into the into the connection here. You back? Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, we're getting interfered with. Hmm. And so that's why people really need to understand that fear has a vibration that's very, very low. And so they manipulate and control us with that fear because that is uh, probably the easiest way to get people into obedience. Mm -hmm. So I'm inviting people to stand up to the fear, examine mm -hmm. what you're being told. Mm -hmm. If you look at, in the case of this so-called virus, you look at how many people got sick from or died from the virus versus died from the vaccination. Mm -hmm. You'll be shocked to notice, like you said, the virus is in the vac. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. That that is, um, you know, we're, we're not doctors and we can't make that de claim definitively. But uh, it does seem that all the maladies are happening after the sh the shot. First, they were trying to say it was is it's, it's the it's because you don't have a shot, you're get, getting stuff. But then people start getting a shot, and then everything started multiplying as if, you know. And then and then they'll, then somebody will die, and they'll say, well, it would have been worse if he if he wasn't vaccinated. I'm thinking, what do you mean it wouldn't be worse? <laughs> the, the the dude is dead. I mean, you know, and they'll 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 say that in an article. It would have been worse if it wasn't vaccinated. I don't know how how worse it can be if you if you dead see. But uh, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of lot of shenanigans going shenanigans going on with that. But I think we need to you you, know, you talk about fear too, and I like your stance on that that we win in the end and this kind of thing because uh, even Bible says that fear has torment, and uh, but perfect love casts out fear. So uh, and then going with the Moody Blues, it says it rouses them to believe that we perceive the web they weave. So and it says keep on thinking free so we need to be continue with the freedom that we've been given that's our, our god-given natural right free to speak free to believe and being free from fear but some of these things are our own choices we because they count on us to actually uh self-censor and i admit that i have self-censored myself because you know uh i thought well you know you always have this battle if you have a show if i talk about this the show's gonna be wiped out and but if I don't talk about it, then I'm not really part part of the answer. I'm part of the cover up, you know. So you have these things. So the time that the time that there was some talk about it, the show got killed right off of YouTube. So, but we we, we don't know. We don't know how things go. But I, we can't walk in fear, Patricia. And I think I think if, if the opposite of fear is faith, and um, so I, I think that that may have a healing effect on us, or be like that force field that I said earlier talking about the things they keep throwing at you if you if you walk in love and you walk in faith and you don't walk in fear then their continuous attack just won't have the effect i agree completely and, and you know i i i'm also a public person so i know what i've got a show as well and i know what it means to have to be guarded with what you say and you know we're we're, we're walking right into this totalitarian dystopia we're losing uh, daily more and more of our rights to speak are disappearing i'm now uh, i just got banned on facebook for i don't know how many days wow. and it's just really shocking to watch this unfold and realize that we we took our freedom of speech for granted we believed it was an inalienable right and uh shockingly enough we're watching it being ripped out however what you said is very important and that is that we we buy into it we we uh, we believe that we can't say it, so we don't say it. And then at at some point, 
who will stand up for the human race. We are the frontliners. I mean, I when I did that book, I knew that I was putting myself in danger because I'm saying things that I'm not supposed to say. But somebody has to, and you're doing it, and I'm doing it, and lots of people are are fed up now, and it's just like, okay, mm-hmm. I just can't be in fear mm-hmm. all the time. There there must be the strength of the sovereign soul that stands up and says, no matter what happens, I am a being, a godly being, a child of God, and I am protected. And also, I'm an immortal being. So even if something happens to me in this life, I believe in the the immortality of the soul. And in that case, well, if they take me out, I'll be rebirthed. You'd be quicker to your destination. Your final destination. By the way, uh, for those watching, just a quick side note. Uh, we talked a little bit about DeMar Hamlin, the football player. There's another football player in the news just really just kind of got missed. Two, two hours before DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the football field, another NFL player died at 30, age 38 of some sort of heart condition. The interesting thing about this, they said he collapsed and they couldn't, they couldn't bring him back. Um, the interesting thing about that football player was – he was absolutely pro-vax. He was he 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 was saying that anyone anybody who hasn't been vaxxed should be locked up and put away. Now it's interesting that uh, on the other side of that you have Demar Hamlin, who we may or may not have been vaxxed. I'm assuming the NFL forced everybody to be vaxxed, but completely different outcome. So, but there is something about the the, the braggadocia of saying, and I, I, you you said you've seen a lot of the videos of. Sp- of people on television dropping dead, people in soccer fields dropping dead, I mean, baseball games, little kids. I mean, the whole thing, there's this newer sort of phenomena of that people are twirling around. I don't know if you've seen this. This is crazy. They, they twirl around, and they're pointing at something. And I know, has anybody else in the, watching the show seen those videos? Crazy thing about that, Patricia, I just saw a video recently of a lion doing that. This lion was in, I don't know where he was, but he starts going in a circle, then he flips on his back, and he starts convulsing just like the people that have been spinning around. And the people that are spinning around, they appear to be pointing at something, or they're fearful of something coming at them. And to me, that's like the grant. They, they've got a glimpse into this. That, that's the the portal, the thin place between our realm and the next. And they're seeing what, what the hell is on the other side and scaring the crap out of them. And so maybe they die in a heart attack just seeing that. But they spin around and they're pointing. So there's some kind of weird thing. But uh, there does seem to be a little bit more people expressing their their knowledge, particularly in the medical field. There are more and more doctors coming out saying we've been seeing it. And hopefully they'll, there'll be a confluence of that. And, uh, you know, like, for instance, the, the, the Department of Defense budget, eliminated the vaccine max mandate for the military which joe biden signed of course he's probably one he's the one that ordered them to take the vaccine but he signed it knowing they would would stop using it but that tells you do they know something and they're using this kind of as a cover so oh well we had to pass a budget so we'll just take it away because you know, had to do it but maybe they knew they had to do it because there's a lot of problems in the military yeah, you know, I want to go back to what you said about that spinning around because it freaks me out. And the, you know, first of all, they're spinning around. It, they're obviously seeing something mm-hmm. terrible. So they're, you know, in, in several cases, they're they're trying to, and more than pointing at it, they're trying to 
hold it off. Yeah, yeah, and that's they yeah. Drop dead and they go stiff like rigor mortis, mm-hmm. which is very strange. I mean, you don't get rigor mortis in a nanosecond. And what what's really bizarre is that that video of the lion is the same thing, like you said. Uh, it spins around terrified. Oh, that that just broke my heart. And then it goes into rigor mortis on its back. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, what possibly could cause a biological being to go stiff like that after that spinning those few seconds and then just completely frozen? I have no idea. But if it was just an, a spirit or a, a demon, that frozen part wouldn't necessarily happen. So... I'm thinking, is this something that they've been vaccinated with? I, I don't know. I think, you know, in the case of the lion, it could have easily have been a vaccinated lion because mm-hmm. now they're, they're testing it on animals. Too. Mm-hmm. Well, they, had all, they also try to say that cats can give it to you. They, they throw these things out occasionally, you know, but maybe just see if they stick or to continue the fear. But also we have this worldwide phenomena that I think was first seen in China with the sheep going around in a circle for 12 days. Well, come to find out, yeah. Patricia, and you probably know this, but if not, I can tell you, there have been a lot of things going around in circles. There have been insects going around in circles and other animals going around in circles worldwide. What do you think is causing that phenomena? I think it has something to do with the 5G towers or the um, uh, possibly the, what we're getting radiated with from satellites. Although... It might just be, it has something to do with the fact that the polars, the poles might be flipping. Mm-hmm. It could be that, you know, Earth is experiencing strange uh, anomalies in the geography, uh, geo uh, energetic grid lines or whatever. It's very strange. It's very frightening to me. I have to be honest. I find that anomaly abnormal when the animals start weirding out. You know, mm-hmm. we got problems. I would agree but, 100% on that. You know, there was a tsunami that happened years ago. I remember that they said the people inside the island knew it was coming because the animals started running, and they didn't know why the animals were running inside this island, I don't know, miles inside this island. Well, how did they know a tsunami was coming? So I get the the story goes that, and because you're on an island, you should pay attention, they started running inland, so so the villagers or the Indians or whoever they were, the Aborigines or whatever whatever people was there, or just normal people, business people, who knows what, they went running after the animals and they got literally saved because they paid attention to what they knew. This happened also with the tsunami that happened in Thailand. The people, some animals mm-hmm. started uh, uh, mm-hmm. acting strangely, started running inland, and, and a lot of people were saved because of them, but. You know, watching, I mean, so I've seen bees, I've seen insects, sheep, cattle, all going around in these circles, just blindly going around and around, and it, and it's just very creepy. We're mm-hmm. in a very strange time on this planet, mm-hmm. and oh, I, just, I just don't know what to say about that. It's very upsetting. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, we have the 10,000 cattle that died out west here in midsummer, and they say, oh, it was a heat. But there's no recorded phenomena anywhere at any time ever where 10,000 cattle just dropped dead at the same time and the heat was well within the index tolerable by, by animals and no other animals died. They, they, they were zapped or, or who knows what, given, given, given feed that uh, 
genetically altered. Who knows what? But it, there is, there is. It just seems that the animals are the canary in the coal mine, trying to tell us humans we're on the wrong track. Um, but I mean, for, for most of us, I mean, there's the forces are well beyond the power for us to sort of come up against. The only thing we really have is each other talking about, and you mentioned, you know, kind of bringing out the truth, and then other people got to share their truth and uh, that they find out about. And uh, you know, I, I I got a particular relative that um, was one of the 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 shot boosters. And they got their animals boosted too, as well. But then uh, they um, uh, just health problem after health problem after health problem. But I know at least in my circle of of uh, of relatives, probably ten maybe that have substantial health issues now, and um, some of them are so pro vaccine that they won't even talk to their own relatives who haven't been vaxxed, you know, but they continue to have these weird long lasting and out of the blue health issues. And the thing of it is, Patricia, I've, I've mentioned this before that there seems to be some psychological thing that happens to them. They we could never say this is because of the shot. They can never say that because then they have to almost admit liability that they accepted it and made the worst mistake they could ever have made. So the only choice for that is to say something else caused my health issue, and I'm and it's rare, and they just they just stick with that, and they their mind receptors can't see and understand. Even if you show them, there's one website out there that has a, the list of worldwide athletes and all the people that have it's 1,500. And so I I thought, well, let me check this out here, man. So I I start just randomly picking names out of there just to see Google each name and is you know. Football player over here, TV guy over there, soccer player here, kid here. I mean, just, and then, you know, I've read the stories. Unexpected, it's always the word unexpected or too young or, you know, such a loss because, you know, um, or no cause given. A lot of that's going on. Just just no, you know, uh, no, nothing released, you know, and, and nothing is ever released. Now, why is that, you know? But those lists are out there. It's kind of like the list I went down and checked out when they somebody was saying, well, our food supply uh, production is, is under attack. And there's like 150 different facilities nationwide that have been burnt down. Millions of chickens and millions of turkeys and, and, and goats and who knows what, and gooses even. So I thought, okay, I'll just go through there. And I start Googling those, those listings. And sure enough, man, it just fire over here, plane crash into something over here, car crash into something over here, explosion over there. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know how we even have food in this country with the amount of chickens and ducks and uh, and turkeys and everything else being burnt up. Well, the farmers are telling, are trying to warn us: beware, because you still got food now. But they're, you know, they're shutting down the farms. And you've heard, I'm sure you've heard of the Netherlands. Thirty percent mm -hmm. of the farms are being forced closed. Mm -hmm. As far as the cattle, you know. They were obviously eliminated, just like the bird flu, and you wipe out millions and millions of chickens and turkeys. Uh, meanwhile, you know, there we've got Bill Gates with his artificial meat company coming up, so that's mm -hmm. interesting that they want the animals dead. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is, yeah, there's a sabotage going on uh, for, again, for control of the human race, and what a what a great way to control the human population, but to starve them. So people need to wake up to this. The farmers are saying it. This is why when you say people, they don't want to believe it. 
And it's like that, that denial is going to get you in big trouble because the, when the farmers are telling you themselves, listen, you better start stocking up because next year, which is 2023-24, there's not going to be food. We, don't, we can't produce the food. We don't have the – either they're being shut down Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland. We know mm-hmm. that. Yep. And you know, they're, they're, like you said, 150. The last time I heard it was up to 190 food processing centers. More than one is at a plane crash into it. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. They're blowing up the trucks. I mean, this is this is Armageddon. So you mentioned, and, uh, you mentioned, um, uh, the the attack on well the, the attack on the food but attack on the soul uh, attack on civilization uh, it's it seems like there's a, a plan and you mentioned Norway but I, it seems like I found out that Norway is maybe the number two food producer in the world and those farmers as you said they they protested they got and had a farmers uh, uh, you know a, a tractor convoy. And of course, they're doing. They're, I think, in Norway, they're trying to do what they did in Canada, and that is, when people started rising up to speak their voice, the government went after them. They went after their bank accounts to freeze them and all this kind of stuff. I think they're doing the same thing to the farmers. And uh, yeah, you're right. They're trying to shut down 30% of them of the farms, saying, "We'll give you the price of your farm, and if you don't take it, then you won't get nothing," and you know, so forth and so on. So they really put them in a bad spot. Yeah, you said Norway, but actually it's Netherlands. Netherlands, that's right. Yes, thank you for the correction. They, they, they all look alike over there to me. <laughs> <laughs> They're the second biggest producers on the planet, yeah. I believe, in farms. And so already 30% of them, the, the, the protest was powerful. But, yeah, when they take everything away, what are you going to do? They take away your ability to negotiate, to sell, buy, buy food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, closing down the bank account—they've got a lot of power. Well, I got—I got my messages messed up because Nor- Norway is the country that's trying to turn all their kids transsexual. So that's—so that's, I got kind of got confused there. I got my got my, my 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 countries there wrong. Okay, so um, in your books, so are there answers uh, to these things, these quandaries that are pondering humankind? Absolutely, because my style is to present the problem and, and, and offer solutions. And um, because I do believe that we are sovereign beings and that no, even though we're faced with destruction, annihilation, I, I believe in the human spirit. I believe that I'm a sovereign being. I believe that we have help from above. I don't understand why we have to be taken to such an extreme I mean, when you think about the Lord God, however you perceive that to be, why is it allowed to play out that we have to be taken to such a dark extreme? Um, And I don't have the answer for that. But what I do know is that we have immense power. And it starts with the the ability to say no. No, I'm not going to get down on my knees. No, I'm not going to bow down to fear. I will fight back. I will fight against tyranny. I will fight against authority unless it is good. And I can confirm and and assure that the authority is working for me. And we don't have that at this time on our planet. Mm. So um, what I offer is ideas and, and ways to use sound, for example. You know, 
music, what they're calling music these days doesn't sound like music to me. It's jarring, horrible, thumping, whiny uh, distortion. Mm-hmm. Beautiful music nourishes the soul. And if you've ever seen, have you have you seen Dr. Emoto's Water Crystals? That whole thing? Mm, no, not particularly. So there was a man named Emoto who was doing uh, laboratory work. He was uh, freezing, fast drying water molecules so that they were frozen in a, at a very high yeah, speed. Yeah, yeah. And, and they would go into these uh, beautiful six sided star bus, mm-hmm. starburst formations. Mm-hmm. And then he would realize that when there was disharmonious music or sounds or evil words or they would they would they would not go into that beautiful pattern they would warp Mm. and crack and whatever Mm. and when they were fed beethoven and beautiful loving music and prayer they would again form these incredible clusters of of stars beautiful beautiful stars and so um a lot of work came out of because of that man a lot of work is being done with the effect of sound on cells on the wall remember we're 90 percent water here mm-hmm. so how does sound affect our body and can powerful sound alter the dna to return the dna to its natural state mm-hmm. so i've i talk about that in the book and i talk about that a lot how to use sound and again, the power of mind over matter, mm-hmm. because I think that we can alter anything with, mm. the, with the mind. Yeah, it seems like there's a story in the Bibles of uh, somebody playing some music and cast the demons out of a of a of a pharaoh or a king or something like that. So there is some kind of power in that. I do remember. I thought you. I do remember a study that where somebody proved that water has memory, and. That's um, right. Interesting that everything that ever happened on this planet would be encoded in water molecules or form water formations because the water never it just evaporates, goes up and comes back down, goes up and comes down, and, and exactly. it changes form, but it doesn't disappear. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I, when you ask me about your other books, I've talked about this in my other books that mm-hmm. the water of the earth holds the memory of of all of our civilizations, and it's the emotional body of the planet because water is affiliated with emotion the emotional body so you know how we take care of our water is very important for the well-being of the planet because it you know we're like 87 percent water and so is the planet mm-hmm. that's a coincidence i don't think so hmm. and what, what's right? what's what, what, what's that percentage of water I believe it's something like somewhere between 82 and 87. I'm thinking, I I thought it was 87. And so if we're close in there, but, but, but watermelons are also 87. So maybe we evolved from a watermelon. Just, just trying to help an atheist out, man. If somebody's, if somebody's, somebody's listening out there, you you big bangers out there, right there. I, I just gave you something. Okay. You big bangers out there. Well, I do know some people who act like watermelons, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> watermelon head. Okay. So you're saying, I mean, just even from the title of this book, Hacking the God Code. So is there evidence of this code? Uh, in the book, I, there's a, a, a passage from a, a established ra- rabbi who talks about how the DNA is a language. And this language 
he, he explains it in great detail how it it's such a complex language someone had to have created it there's no accident in this i mean if you consider for example the entire computer our ai intelligence is based on zero one zero one that's the code network for mm -hmm. all of the computers network across time and space in our planet okay now just on those two digits if all of that exists imagine that all that it is in the billions and billions of letters in the dna code and in fact a lot of these people these researchers these geneticists want to utilize the human dna to store information because they know that the code is complex enough to able to be able to hold at data so what is the god code is that what you asked me i keep losing my um, I think it's the well, it's late, it's late, and I thank you so much for staying up so late for us out here from your island there. Um, I, I said, what, what, is, what is the code? Is there evidence of the code? I think I thought I said. What I understand the God code to be and, and what I gleaned from this rabbi is God signed his artistry. In other words, just mm -hmm. like an artist signs okay. his painting, mm -hmm. the creator of this complex language that is the DNA left a signature there and according to the rabbi it's the word yahweh the god you know the word that you're never supposed mm -hmm. to pronounce mm -hmm. in the language of the bible don't never take the name of thy lord in vain mm -hmm. earlier testimonials are never mispronounce the the name mm -hmm. of the lord mm -hmm. and i think that that would be something having something to do with protecting the god code from being discovered mm. so uh, i believe that the god code is the signature of our creator and that it's it's embedded in the complexity of the multi-coded billions of um sequenced dna mm -hmm. i think it's it's buried there and i think it's in each sequence yeah um, so it, it, I, I agree with you there, and I knew about the the Yahweh thing. So I'm wondering if there's more evidence out there that God left behind sort of a signature. I know from a biblical standpoint, he says that even nature itself declares there is a God. Because I think if you begin to look at nature, you're thinking, okay, there's no way this come out of some kind of deep, dank, dark, primordial soup. You know, a monkey jumps out of there. Orange tree jumps out of there. Big dino dinosaur. He comes out of there. He's got a man, you know, a guy and gal coming coming out of there. You know, did the egg come out, or did the chicken come out? I mean, did the first chicken come out of there? Was he able to lay eggs, or was the one that laid eggs they went on? I mean, or whatever else animal, or you know, was the tree that came out of the goo? Did it already have a seed? I mean, there, so to me, nature does declare the existence of God. So there is, I would call, nature is a gigantic signature of God in fact you know if you look at any flower any leaf any insect there's always sacred geometry there's always this incredible um, artistry in everything I mean the other day I was watching a bee and I was really up close to it and I, I, I was able to see it from a distance but close enough this incredible pattern in its, its the back of its body I thought, you know, right down to the skin of a bee, 
everything is sacred geometry everywhere. Mm -hmm. Perfection of design. Mm -hmm. And I, I think this is godliness. Well, Patricia, in case you didn't know, you are talking to a beekeeper. And, oh, boy, good for you. And so I will say, talking about design, the uh, the octagons that they make put their honey in, or where they put nectar in, turns into honey, the octagon is the most efficient structure to house anything. For instance, if they put circ if they made circles, there would be there would be gaps. There would be a lot of inefficiencies in that. So somebody told a sweet little bee to, to build a hexagon, which is the strongest structure that there is. Plus, it's the most efficient way to store stuff. But and here here's a little fact to, to for you too. This has to do with this kind of faith. So uh, engineers measured the weight of a bot the body of a bee and the wingspan and determined that the amount of the wingspan versus the body weight that the bee cannot fly. The wings are not big enough to support that bee. The problem is nobody told the bee that, that she couldn't fly. That's, 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 my, that's, my little, that's my little bee spiel right there. But yeah, every, every almost every insect. There's another one. Uh, I was thinking but about I, this. I, go ahead. I was thinking about this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Before we change the subject, I wanted to say that Every bee on the planet knows how to make that hexagon. So it's in the DNA, right? Right. This is the whole DNA. It's in the structure of... It's, it's, in, the, it's in the code. It's in the code, exactly. This is how you're going to do it precisely. Every single bee on the planet knows that that's what the, it has to do. And it's just remarkable. And mm. it, when people say they don't believe in God, I'm like, well, how do you explain this? Mm. And, you know, the bee is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I was going to give you another one. This has to do, there's a, there's a spider out there. And what he does is he wants to get a big rock. And he wants to bring that rock up to his uh, to his web. For unknown reasons, I forgot why he wants that rock up there, but he wants the rock. Well, what he does is he goes down there and he sees the rock that he wants. And he puts a strand of web on it. Well, that's not going to hold that rock. But what he does is then he goes back up. He attaches another thread and he comes back down. And he touches that rock and connects to that rock again. Then he tightens it a little bit. Then he goes up there, does another one, comes down, tightens it. And as he's going up and down, adding threads, he's slowly lifting that rock up. It's just 100 times bigger than him in, in weight to finally he gets that rock. That's an engineering marvel that he does that. Who told the spider how to lift that rock for one thing? And why does he want a rock? I don't know. But, but he wants that rock. And then he, 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 he's got the way to do it. He knows how to get it. Exactly. He knows how to get it, which is the extraordinary beauty of life and, and nature. And when, you know, and back to when we were talking about the animals, that's why when the animals are acting weird or out of their nature, we know something's really amiss because they have an innate approach to everything they do a design to like you said even to the point where a spider knows how to lift that rock and why all of a sudden are all these animals just walking aimlessly around in circles with mm -hmm. no with mm -hmm. no idea what they're doing yeah. it's, it's I'll, give, I'll give you another one this this is kind of fun my memory's going here so there's a fish and out of the fish's forehead is a like a stick it comes out part of the fish and then and then it kind of drops down and there's a little ball there well, 
it's a fishing pole. It's a fish fishing pole. Another smaller fish will see that thing dangling, it's like a growth out of it, like a horn, comes out and goes down. It has a little dangly thing, so he's just swimming all around. Another fish sees that and bites that just like it's somebody fishing. Of course, then the fish gets him. So that fish came equipped with his own fishing pole. Okay, so was the fish like wow. him? So the fish before him, did he not have the fishing pole grow out of his head? And he didn't make it, but then all of a sudden... A fish came about, and he got a fishing pole, and then so his species gets to go. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. It seems to me that fish with the fishing pole stuck in his head was that way from the beginning. He he was assembled in one piece. That's amazing. Do you know what kind of fish that is? A uh, fish with a fishing pole on his head. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but Google, that's, a, that's an easy Google there. Fish, fish with fishing pole in head would be the search term. A technologically advanced as you could come up with that but so that's that's another one so and again that but i like how you answered that question it's in the dna it's in the code there are things written in that code and it goes on to say to me the theme is that if that code is altered it's it seems to me that code was perfect to begin with but somebody's tampered tampered with it and we must have the results right now of people that have had their DNA altered. And I know, to me, it's an easy connection. Uh, not too long ago, there were people that were screaming at the sky because they didn't like an election outcome. They were screaming. Terror, they were terrorized. They were cutting themselves. Uh, just the horror of uh, the wrong person being elected. And to me, those those types of people, I mean, now there are people saying, hey, give me a baby so I can kill it. I mean, out in public, they're saying this. Just uh, prominent people. You know, musicians, you know, give me a baby so I can throw it against a wall. I mean, who says that kind of stuff? Who who's, who says that kind of stuff? But they're saying that just so just so much out there, perhaps to get a rise out of somebody else. But in their heart, you know, they believe it. They say, I want to have some kids so I can murder them. They just, and who says that kind of stuff? To me, yeah, look it up. There are people who said that, like, like singers. And um, that'd be another Google for you. So what I'm saying is, I'm wondering... Is it and 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 just there's there's some people that are so angry. In fact, there there seems to be a lot. I've noticed it in our own own area of car crashes. There's way more car crashes and accidents than there ever has been. It, it appears that people's thought process of focusing is gone or changing. Something is changing in the population. Their their ability well, to like focus. Remember one thing here, and that is this: the ultimate weapon. The ultimate weapon is the ability to destroy or alter the DNA. It's more powerful than any weapon any civilization has because if you can do that, if you can go into the human, the DNA and rewrite the essence of a species, you're, de you're changing forever that species. You're mutating that species. It can't come back. You can come back from a war. You can even come back from a nuclear war, but you can't come back from your your DNA being written, the DNA of a, of a entire species being rewritten. And right. that's what they're doing. And they're telling us they're doing it because they're saying we know how to hack the DNA. Well, they Human need... being hackable animals, and we know how to do it. Hmm. You know, I think they ought to hack their own DNA first. You know, it's interesting. The people that believe in population control don't volunteer themselves to decrease the population. So I don't know about that. As, oh, somebody in the live chat said it's called the angler fish. 
Go figure. Oh, thank you. Thank go figure. In fact, all right. And it's now somebody looked me up the spider. I, we want to know the spider's name with the rock. And what was that other one? <laughs> spider and a rock. Uh, and and, and, the and another one. Another one is um, the um, the birds of paradise. I don't know if you ever seen any kind of show on those birds, but birds of paradise. They do these unbelievable dances. It's like who told them to dance like that? And then they have these plumes that come out. Nobody knows where they're coming out of. They just come out, and they're like 10 times bigger than the bird. They're called Birds of Paradise. There's all kinds of variations of them. Beautiful birds, but they do these dances, you know. And da, 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 da. So I, I don't know. I don't. Oh, by the way, there's a. you talk about design, and I can go back to fish. There is a fish that makes this big, on the sand, he looks for a sanding area. He makes this big design. It looks like a kaleidoscope. It's, it looks exactly like a kaleidoscope you would see and he makes this one little fish does this and he's thinking who made yeah. this it was a fish made that well what's that all? he's trying to attract a mate i guess the guy with uh, the fish with the with the best kaleidoscope design under the sea gets the girl again perfect perfect as well in fact i i remember reading about they had uh, like uh scuba divers were baffled because they were seeing these designs under the water nobody they were they were saying maybe they were supernatural maybe they were crop circles and then, mm-hmm. You know, one day somebody went, whoa, check out this little fish. <laughs> Some little you fish. Know, it, Some. It's just extraordinary. And this divinity that is all around us. And back to what you were saying about how people are acting so bizarrely. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that if their DNA is being tampered with, there they're very well be it may very well be that there's a dysfunction in the mental body as well mm-hmm. then add to the problem that uh, there are a lot of there's a lot of microclotting going on they're discovering that mm-hmm. microclots in the brain past mm-hmm. the blood brain mm-hmm. barrier mm-hmm. are are happening so i think a lot of people are are, are absolutely having brain damage mm-hmm. yeah we, just, we we got we got a, we got a major politician in this country who uh is shaking hands with ghosts several times, and I'm pretty sure that brain's all messed up. I mean, guy goes on stage and he's, he's shaking hands with nobody's there. So I mean, that's pretty messed up. So I'm thinking there's some kind of DNA that's been altered there. Um, is there anything that we can do to um, strengthen our DNA? Is that even a thing that we that is possible? Is or is it once it's is maybe protected or Make it stronger so it can't be hacked, or is it, you know, work it out. The uh, the idea that I'm bringing forward here is that you can. There are things you can do, meditations, activations with music, where you can bring harmonics into the DNA. And it may sound, you know, woo woo, but it's not. It's, we were talking about the memory of water, the me- that it holds memory, so it holds the memory of sound. Sound creates sacred geometric figures like we were talking about the the fish with the design the bees with the incredible designs on their bodies and so the water in our bodies also is filled with sacred geometric forms that get shattered when we put in chemicals when we when we eat poisons or whatever these if you look at it from a metaphysical point of view where it's kind of where I come from mm-hmm. it's these are sacred design and like I call it the divine blueprint and I think that we can restore these designs 
and in in doing that heal the DNA definitely well there's 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 some hope out there by the way our our moderator Jade said the spider is called the camel spider so there's there's Boy, two there's two we got we got solved there hey I'll give you another one since we're all about it there's a roach out there who has chemicals two different chemicals in, in its mandibles and it spits them out and what when it, as it spits them out they combine and when they combine it burst into flames so they can blast uh, somebody who's trying to attack them. So now think about that. He spits out, and then a, there's this flame ignites in the fire out of this roach. Now that that don't sound to me like the the roach before him only had one chemical, so he couldn't kill nobody. And then one day another roach got evolved out of him, and he had two chemicals. That kind of reminds me of a movie called uh, um, uh, Rain of Fire. Where it was about is about uh, uh, fire breathing dragons that somebody went down in a in a cave and and it, they loosed a dragon fire breathing dragon but that was the same theory though because they said the dragon had two chemicals that caused it to blow out and you know if you look at ancient history of the earth many many cultures show dragons and many of them show fire breathing dragons there could have if there's a fire breathing roach you figure there probably was a fire breathing dragon sometime too. Huh? How do you know all this stuff about oh. these insects? Oh, it just it just comes to me, man. I do what I do, you know. Think, think, think things that interest me are are things that I retain. That's I guess I guess I put it that way. Flame throwing cockroaches. That would be that would be it too. So yeah, man. I guess if you if you're in a bind, you need to start a fire. Go try to find one. I don't know where they're at. Probably not in our country, but they might be on your little island there. You got to have all no. kind of weird creatures out there. I have to tell you the good news about my island is we have no snakes and we have no poisonous spiders. Wow. Okay. Make me happy camper. Okay. All right. The answer came in. It's called the hissing roach. Your audience is amazing. <laughs> I mean, they're right on it. They but, are the hissing roach. God. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it's quite remarkable how nature is. You know. Nothing is superfluous in nature. It is the design is, and you know, if you think of a god or a prime creator, what it took to cre to create every species down to the wire, down to the end, mm -hmm. each with its purpose, each with its dignity, each each with its ability and capability and art. Because if you don't think, you know, if you look at an at a an ant colony, it's remarkable. Have you ever seen any of these under these ant colonies that they pour the metal into and then mm -hmm. they pull up the structure. It's like modern art. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah, somebody else wrote in another name for that roach is called the bombardier beetle. And I would say pilot bombardier, pilot bombardier, blast them. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. You, you mentioned ants, and I'm going to make a tie-in uh, to bees because ants, there's an ant um, um, colony that actually collects honey called the honey ant and they make little balls filled with honey i think it might be the only other insect besides the honey bee because most bees don't make honey they usually rob it from the sweet little honey bee but there is something out there called a honey ant so they they they're, they're trying to get in on that too making that honey well who taught them that i don't know i really i really don't know well let's listen uh patricia we're getting near the broadcast i want to make sure you have an opportunity to say any final closing thoughts or anything about your books too uh you go right ahead 
Well, everybody, look, if, you, if you've if you been tweaked by some of the things I've been saying, I'd love you to go out and get my book. It's called Hacking the God Code, The Conspiracy to Steal the Human Soul. It's going to empower you. It's going to remind you who you are. It speaks to the sovereign within you, and it's an important book to read right now. So you can get it on Amazon or any of the bookstores online. And uh, my website is Patricia Corey with an I. Dot com. I've got a YouTube channel, and you're going to have to come on my channel sometime. I'd love to have you on. Um, I do a show called Beyond the Matrix for people that think outside the box. So uh, I'm really honored to have been with you, Daniel. Thank you for having me on, and thank you to all your listeners, and I hope that we do it again. Okay, well, Patricia Corey, stay, stay, stay safe out there on that island paradise you live in, and I'll stay safe here in the middle of the Midwest with the 30-degree weather and, and uh, endless farm fields of genetically growing corn. <laughs> Watch out for the corn, for sure. Well, well one, one of these days, that genetically modified corn just might start walking off the field, man, and then start attacking people. You, you, don't, you don't know what these Frankenstein monsters going to create next. No, you don't. Be strong and be discerning. And as much as possible, you know, scrutinize what you're eating, man. I mean, I, I just want to leave you with this thought. You know, mm -hmm. I'm even milling my own wheat now. I got a little wow. mill and I'm grinding my own wheat. And I'm very I'm just meticulous about what goes into my being. And it's time for people to just start, you know, asking questions. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Before I agree to do this, I want to know what's in it. Mm -hmm. Why do I need it? And mm -hmm. um, stand for yourself. And for your family. Okay, so I got, I got, so I got a little final, I got a little closer too. Um, so nobody's asked the question, what's, what's in the vaccine? You're not, a, you're not even allowed to ask. I don't even think there's a no. spec sheet that comes with it. It's just a blank sheet. You're not supposed blank to ask. Sheet. You, you think that's the first thing you want to know? Okay, I'd love, I'd love to take it, man. What, what's in it? Forget it. You're not going to get an answer because they're not going to tell you what's in it. It kind of reminds me then. Here's a tie-in, kind of weird. This is weird because I'm a cowboy, so one of my favorite shows is called Outlaw Josie Wales. Well, in Outlaw Josie Wales, there's this this shyster salesman who's got a bottle of elixir, and he's 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 on in the mid in the in the west in the western town, and he's saying, "Hey, people, I, I got this elixir for ten cents. It cures everything, everything that ails you. It cures baldness, cure, cure, cures obesity, it cures this, cures tuberculosis." And then so an Indian comes up up to it and and he says to the Indian, "Hey, it looks like you could use some of this elixir." And the and the Indian he says, "Well, what's in it?" And the salesman says, "I don't know. I just sell it, man." So he goes, "Well, then you drink it." So so there you go. I know it's weird, but that's how, that's how the that's how the mind thinks on it. It's late here too, so hey. No, no, I I can dig it. It fits right in. All right, Patricia Corey, thanks so much for coming on the show, and we'll look forward to having you on again sometime. I'd love that. Thanks, Danny. You take care. Okay.